Hello and welcome to the Property Investing Australia podcast, where we'll be covering the right way to invest in property without taking the unnecessary risks, how to manage your money, and how to build the right mindset so that you can achieve your financial and wealth building goals. I'm your host, Nero Dambi Pillay. Hi, it's Nero here from Investment Rise, and today we'll be talking about how to use equity to build up a property portfolio. Maybe you're someone who's owned your home for a a few years now, you've got some equity in it, and you know that there's a property boom happening right now in many areas uh, around Australia, and you want to take advantage of that that property boom, you wanna buy an an investment property that grows in value without having to use your own hard-earned savings. And you've heard about the fact that you can use equity, but you're not sure how to go about doing it, does it mean putting more debt on your home? How do you ensure your home stays protected? How do you ensure that you buy a property without affecting your lifestyle if you're putting more debt onto your home? If you've got any of those questions, well, then this episode is for you. So now, a big disclaimer, I don't know your personal uh, situation, so this is not advice of any nature, it's information, but look, if you want a professional to to help you see if you have enough equity to begin your investing journey, feel free to to reach out at nerocall.com, that's N-I-R-O-C-A-L-L.com to book a strategic consult where we'll go through everything in detail that we're about to cover in this video. All right, so having said that, let's, let's get started. Let's imagine a situation right now where you have a home worth a million dollars, okay? Now, why am I picking a million dollars? First of all, it's gonna make my numbers easy. As I said, this is a general example. But secondly, I'm using a figure that's less than the median price in in Sydney for houses, which depending on which report you read is sitting at about 1.2 million at the moment. And it's slightly more than the median price point in Melbourne for houses, which again, depending on which report you read is about $950,000. So a million dollars for for a home is is quite a reasonable uh, figure in uh, 2021, all right? Now, let's say for example, you've owned this home for for a little while, and you still have debt on the home, okay? You still have debt on the home, to the tune of say $400,000, okay? So that means that a million dollars less $400,000, you have $600,000 of gross equity that you could use. Now, of course, you're not gonna use uh, all of it and the bank wouldn't necessarily allow you to use all of it, but you can certainly use a certain amount, again, depending on your incomes and your borrowing capacity, okay? So we've now worked out how much gross equity that you have, okay? So let's say now you wanna buy an investment property using that equity, and let's just say that the property that you're looking to buy is priced at P equals $500,000, okay? So a $500,000 property, all right? So how does equity work? Well, let's say on this particular investment property, you wanna take out an 80% loan. Now, the question of whether you borrow 80% on investment property or 90% on investment property really depends on your personal circumstances and your personal goals. But in this example, I guess again, to keep the numbers easy and just illustrate how equity works uh, and how you use it to build a property portfolio, I'm gonna use an 80% loan in this situation, okay? So, what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna be borrowing 80% 
of the investment property. So if it's worth $500,000, 80% is $400,000. So the loan over here equals 400K. Okay, so that means that we have to now come up with the extra $100,000 plus allow about $20,000 in this example for purchase costs like your stamp duty, your legal uh, fees, uh, any bank fees, etc. So let's allow about $20,000, okay? So therefore, we have to come up with the 20% deposit, so 20% of $500,000 is 100K plus the $20,000 purchase cost. So we're looking for $120,000, okay? Now, most people say, well, I don't have $120,000 in savings. How do you go about getting this property? Well, in this situation, as you can see here, We've got so much equity. Remember the home that you own is worth a million dollars. You only owe $400,000. So what we're gonna do is take a sliver of the equity that you have in your home, okay? And that, so in other words, that, and that's gonna be for $120,000 plus, okay? So we're gonna take $120,000 of the equity from your home, use that to buy this investment property. And you're not gonna have to put any of your hard-earned cash into the deal. Now, from a high-level strategic perspective, it's as simple as that, okay? The, the bank says that you have the, the equity here in, in your home, so they're happy to give you more money lent against your, your home, and then you go and buy an investment property, all right? But there are some questions here, right? Number one, if we increase the loan on your home by $120,000, which is what we're doing, when you're, when you're using equity, you are increasing the debt, in this case, against your home by $120,000, okay? Well, how do you pay that, that back, right? Because you know, if you've worked hard to pay off your mortgage and pay, pay it down, the last thing you want to do is then go and buy an investment property, uh, and then to and the whole point of buying an investment property is to create wealth uh, for financial freedom in, in, in the future, and then the last thing you want to do is buy an investment property and then realize that your cash flow is being affected, your lifestyle is being affected. You know, you've worked too hard to, to be in that position. So what do you want to be doing? Well, when you're buying an investment property, what you want to be doing is ensuring that you buy an investment property where the rent on this particular property here that you're buying, it covers the $400,000 loan on your investment property, but also needs to cover the $120,000 that you borrowed against your home for the purchase of that investment property, okay? So the cash flow from the property must cover everything that you're borrowing, all right? That's how you buy, buy an investment property, <coughs> using the equity so that it doesn't affect your cash flow or your lifestyle. Now, immediately, can, hopefully you can see the benefit of this because if you can use the equity that's sitting in your home, and mind you, the equity in your home is like lazy money. It's what we call lazy equity. It's just sitting there. It's not actually giving you any kind of financial return. Yes, obviously it's helping put a roof over your head, no doubt about it, but it's not giving you any kind of financial return. All right, so your equity is often your biggest asset. But uh, one of the reasons why a lot of people don't wanna use their equity is because they're scared that it involves more debt on, on, on the home. And they're partially correct, it does involve um, using debt. That's what equity is, it's another term for, for debt secured against an asset, in this case, your, your home, okay? So when you're doing that, you need to be careful, yes, and you need to ensure that you're buying a, a property where the income from the property, yes, takes care of the loan over here on the investment property side of things, but it also takes care of the equity uh, that you're taking out from your investment 
pro property, or sorry, rather the equity from your home. So therefore, you're not out of pocket. And right now in 2021, we're finding properties where the rent from this investment property pays for the loan on the investment property, pays for the equity that you've taken out, plus gives you extra, which you can then funnel to actually start paying down your personal mortgage more quickly, all right? So in other words, you're using the equity of your home to pay down the debt on your home more quickly, and that's just from the cash flow, while also obviously getting capital growth from the investment property as well, okay? So let me give you a quick idea now of how the numbers would work. Okay, so with the property, the investment property you're buying for $500,000, okay, the rent could easily be around about $480 per week. Now, if that rent seems high for you, uh, especially if you're from Sydney or, or, or Melbourne, you're right. These kind of numbers on these kind of properties, unfortunately, at the moment, 2021, you're not gonna get these kind of numbers there, right? So you need to start looking outside of, of uh, the, the, those major cities. And of course, you know, for $500,000, especially in Sydney, well, you don't really get much more than a garden shed, in, 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 unfortunately, right? So yes, you're gonna have to start looking outside of, of Sydney and, and Melbourne, but these numbers are definitely available. We're getting these kind of num rental returns on our, for our clients um, every day, and in many cases, you know, with, in areas where the vacancy rate is so low that property managers even willing to guarantee the, the rent, okay? So, but say you look at 480 per, per week, all right? So therefore, if we work that out as an annual basis, that means that your rent, income rent, income from rent is gonna be $24,000 per annum, okay? So that's $480 times 50. So in this example, I'm being conservative. I'm saying that your property won't even be rented for 52 weeks a year. It's only gonna be rented for 50 weeks a, a year, okay? Just to be conservative, because the question often is, you know, if you buy an investment property, what happens if you don't get rent all the time? So let's look at this particular scenario, allowing two weeks of, of vacancy, okay? So you're gonna get income of $24,000. Now. Let's look at the interest rate on uh, your loan over here, plus the equity here. Let's say your interest rate, I for interest rate is 3%. All right, now I know you can do better than that in, in many cases, but let's just be, be conservative here because there are some banks who are even offering higher rates than that, others are offering lower, and we don't know what interest rates are gonna do in, in the future over a longer term, so let's use, let's use 3%, all right? So that means that your interest costs on the $400,000, plus the $120,000, your interest costs would be, over the year, that would be $15,600, okay? That's your interest costs. Then you've got to allow things like your rates on the investment property, which we'll say is gonna be $2,000 per year, your water rates and council rates. You're gonna have some um, in insurance costs uh, for, for sure, which say we'll allow $1,100 for insurance costs. And you're gonna have a, a property manager or a real estate agent who's gonna manage the property and they're gonna have their fee which comes out of the rent. But let's, let's be clear on what it is. In this example, I'm allowing $1,920 for the um, property management uh, costs. So therefore, in total, the expenses on the property end up being $20,620, okay? But remember, the income on the property was $24,000. So therefore, in this example, this investment property, and it's very typical of what, what we're finding at, at the moment for many of our members, is giving you an extra $3,380 per annum before tax, okay? Now, 
if for example you're wondering oh we're earning more money you're gonna have to pay pay more tax it then depends on what kind of property you buy if you buy an older property where these numbers work out yeah you're gonna have to pay tax on that but if you buy a new property especially something that's brand new for example then you can look to claim a lot of tax benefits back from from depreciation and i'm not going to go through that's probably out of scope for, for this video uh, but look let me know in the comments field below if you want me to talk about the advantage of new versus old and i can certainly talk about that in in a future episode all right but certainly you can see here that before tax this property is giving you over three thousand dollars per annum okay let's just say you pay even 50 percent tax on that because you're a high income earner okay well that's going to give you what next to uh, 16 1700 extra that you get to funnel back into your mortgage which means you're now putting extra money into your mortgage without you having to work any harder right so let me ask you this if how many properties would you now want to buy if you can simply use the equity from your home no savings at all and then find property in in growth locations where the property actually gives you extra money so it pays for the equity you borrow plus it goes back and actually pays off your personal mortgage faster right this is just with one i mean you could easily do two or three here if you had the borrowing capacity for it right okay so this is how you can start using equity on your investment on your home rather to buy investment properties now of course over time what you want to see happen then is your investment property it rises in value so not all, you're not always going back and tapping into the equity on your home your investment property rises in in value and then you can use the equity on your investment property to then buy more investment properties right so yes this will take time this is not a get rich quick scheme by any stretch of the imagination but done correctly and with the right help you can simply use the equity in your home to pay off the mortgage on on your home while building a portfolio of properties that can give you passive income and help you create wealth for your future. Hey, it's Nero here again and thanks so much for listening. If you found this episode valuable and you think you might like my help to find an investment property, then head on over to nerocall.com. That's Nero, N-I-R-O, call, C-A-L-L.com. Head over to nerocall.com to discover our unique five-step process that's now helped our private client group purchase well over $66.8 million worth of property. And then if you like what you see, you can book in for a property consult with me personally. Either way, thanks again for listening.